Welcome to the Wedding Business Co. Podcast. I am Taylor Jackson, and this week I am joined by Trey Cockrum. He is the most successful 17-year-old I've ever met, and I'm so excited to follow both his life and career over the next few years. Just a general reminder to everyone, when you're posting your wedding images to Instagram, use hashtag Wedding Business Co. We feature a new image every single day. Tomorrow, it could be you. On to this week's podcast with Trey. Thank you hey, so hey. much for being on the podcast. Dude, it's a freaking honor. I'm so pumped for this. Seriously, I've been stalking you online for a couple months and <laughs> here we are. It's come full yeah. circle for me. Yeah, it's um, it's really cool and it's um, it's it's really interesting. I know that um, you've watched some of my stuff in the past that's helped kind of uh, I have. Yeah. inspire and, or whatever to get yeah, you to the place you're well, at. It's, really it's cool. inspiration and it's, all, it's, it's, it's also tactical. You know, it's like watching, uh, what, what's it, you put, you put a uh, camera... I actually started doing that on my YouTube channel. Just put a, put a GoPro on my camera and just recorded a wedding, right? Uh, and that was like, honestly, one of the most helpful videos I've ever seen getting into wedding photography because I just saw sort of how you thought and how you worked. And I was like, oh man, it's totally something I could do. I was like, I was like 15 and I saw that. Or no, I was probably like 16, 15, 16. I was like, man, that's like totally something I could do. Like, I don't see why I can't be doing that right now. So I, I started and it's going really, really well. Um and I think I picked up your book, More Weddings course. It included like the behind the scenes engagement session. And man, it's it's going killer. And I, I definitely give you a lot of the credit for that, for sure. Well, appreciate it. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad we connected in this Dude, yeah. uh, online really world. Really happy. Really um, happy. So, so I guess let's go back a little bit. Um, you've kind of been an entrepreneur like forever almost, even though you're yeah. still really young. I feel yeah. like you have a <laughs> yeah, lot of forever experience. Is, forever is like not that long for me, but yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I ran my own graphic design firm when I was about 11 or 12. I made I made bank with a buddy of mine, Max, online. We basically just uh, reached out to, we, we both ran like video game YouTube channels, right? We're just gaming YouTube channels. And we would reach out to other gamer YouTube channels and say, hey, your graphics suck. Let us do them for you. Um, and then they would pay us money to do their thumbnails and, and their banner and their profile icon and their intro and all these things. We basically handle their branding. Um, and so we, we ended up partnering with some video game channels that had like a hundred, 150,000 subscribers and it was good money, you know? Uh, and so that, then that turned into running my own channel, which turned into making videos about photography. Cause at some point I, I picked up, um, a camera, it's probably 14, um, I just loved the idea of, you know, making memories for myself, you know, I mean, I, I I'm a, I come from a very like entrepreneurial family. We travel a lot and we do we do a lot together. And um, my mom sort of got sick and tired of taking all the photos, so I was like, "Hey, I'll take some for you." Um, and so we were like, we were like, where were we? We were like in Sedona, Arizona, and that's when I realized how much I just, uh, dude, I, I just love the medium. You know, I just I love I love the the self expression, and it sort of grew from there. Um, I think I went to my mom at one point. And I was like, "Hey." I'd love to be a wedding photographer. And no no joke, at first she just laughed. She's like, bull crap. I'm like, no, I really I really think I could do this thing. And she's like, all right, fine. The first step is getting some clients. Because, you know, we all think that way. It's like, you know, build a portfolio, get your name out there, make a website, make it happen. You know, if you, if you want to make it happen, make it happen. And uh, I, I spent about that that moment, I, I booked that night, like, five months worth of free family gigs, uh, <laughs> which got my name out there. I didn't make, I didn't make a dime, uh, but I got my name out there and it yeah. turned into, it turned into wedding gigs from there. Um, a friend of our family, the Hasners, their, their mother, Laurel, she was, she's a wonderful, she was like my photography mentor. And now, um, now she second shoots for me, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but dude, it's been, it's been a wild, wild ride. It's, it's been incredible. And I, you know, for listeners tuning in, I really got to hand, uh, Taylor some credit, man. He's 
the way that the way that he I don't know man there's something about the way that you teach the uh, you, you've just got so much knowledge and experience man I just I love it seems like every video that you put out I learned something new really really appreciate what you do man for this market and now you got the Facebook group too I've been I've been browsing on there for a while I was there when it was like at like 200 members I was like oh dude he's taking a new level now but man <laughs> it grew pretty I, quick dude it grew crazy quick what do you got like six point seven thousand. Um, somewhere around there now. Somewhere around there. Yeah. I hope your Facebook group's doing well as oh, well. Uh, yeah. Do you want to give a quick shout out to that and what that's all For about? Sure. Um, yeah, I didn't know if that was okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah. You whatever you want. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I run a, I run a Facebook group for portrait, wedding, landscape, whatever hipster photographers uh, seek the light, right? And we basically uh, right now, um, I got a buddy of mine, Peter. He lives out in Washington. He's basically like the co-founder and owner of of this group, and it's it's now like a it's an official company. We got an LLC all these things, and we basically just sell Lightroom presets, and we're going to work on some courses soon, um, which is something that we really, really want to do, um, but right now, man, it's making me as much money as the wedding businesses, and that's that's a beautiful thing, you know, it's 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 awesome, so that group's got about, uh, coming up on 7,000 members in it, it's growing daily, um, cool. something I really want to do is, dude, there's a huge market of, like, photographer YouTubers, right, like, they're just popping up like crazy, I'll be like, man, just partner with me. Uh, send them to the group. We'll make a course with you. We can split the money with the course. Like these these YouTubers, man, they're just killing it. Like they've got huge audiences. So that's that's sort of the future plan. We want Super Light to sort of be a, a staple in the hipster photographer industry. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's um, and it's so cool that I I feel like um, I'm a little bit older than you, I guess, and uh, I feel like that I don't have the connection to YouTubers um, because I know a lot of them are a lot younger. Yeah. Um, and like some people like I connect with, like I connected with you. Um, but for the most part, like, I don't, I don't think that I could sell to them. Um, yeah. and I don't think that I could, um, I could collaborate with them, but I feel like that's like something that's, um, a huge benefit to being a little bit younger and kind of, yeah, being on the same well, level. dude, that's the thing is I've, I grew up on YouTube. I literally, YouTube was my, it has always been my platform. Right. And so that's something that I'm trying to leverage to other business owners. It's like, Hey, you gotta get on YouTube, man. So like you yourself, if there's any chance I could help you with what you're doing, man, I mean, not that you don't have a bigger audience than me already, but I just see so much potential for so much more over there and I'd love to help you out. But that's another topic. Yeah, I, I really we'll feel like, that. yeah, we'll talk about that. But another another thing like with YouTubers is like the beautiful thing about that platform, especially for photographers, is if you want it to be, okay, here's what I'm saying. You can make it appeal to literally any demographic in about 30 seconds. You can appeal to anyone because YouTube is the second most viewed website on the planet and all you need to do is teach and you've already beaten 80 percent of your competition on the site all you need to do is share information so like that's exactly what you've done and, and i i think you can credit it to some of the growth of the group and some of the growth of your personal business all you did was get on there and say here's how i'm doing what i'm doing and mm. and just in just about a year you know it grew because people go to youtube right now they go to youtube to be entertained or to learn it's one of the two and if you can do both, then you're going to destroy your competition. Because these other these other people are just throwing out videos just for fun, and that's wonderful. I love that self expression, but it's not going to grow, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so, as as a photographer, it's so easy to hop onto that medium because it's a lot of the same techniques, you know, like lighting, and um, you need to get better with speech. But besides that, man, it's like when you're successful with something, when you know what you're talking about, get on YouTube and teach it guaranteed within a year you'll have an audience waiting for more from you i think yeah. it's just a lovely thing i really do i feel like the more that you teach even if um even if like education isn't 
your career goal um, to just put what you do into writing and to just say it out loud, I think brings you to a whole new level of um, actually understanding why you do the things that you do when you're out on yeah. a shoot or things like that. Absolutely. Um, so you're in Indianapolis or outside of Indianapolis? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just outside of Indianapolis. I've lived in Indiana my whole life. Um, it, it's sort of like the state of corn. Um, <laughs> like you drive 30 seconds west and you'll be in the middle of flipping nowhere with like tractors rolling by and like, yeah. uh, but you drive 30 seconds, what did I say, west, north? I don't know, I don't know what I said. The other direction. Uh, you'll, you'll be in the middle of like urban, um, like cityscape. It's, it's the weirdest thing. So it's, it's a great place to run a photography business because it's, it's really, you got every type of wedding here. You got those like hipster outdoorsy weddings. You got those like high end, like those high end, like classy weddings with like the ballroom. You have some weddings that are like, you know, like the backyard weddings that are just really quaint. You know, you got a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. And so, but the only thing is um, Indiana, out of all the states, you look at some like big wedding post online uh, and they'll tell you like Indiana's wedding industry just is horrible. Well, <laughs> it's, it, it stinks, man. But how's, it's just it, how's it different than um, like other big cities, uh, even around you guys? Well, see, the thing is, it's, I think, I think if I know right. What happens is everybody who wants to get married here who has money just goes to Chicago because Chicago's right there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it basically takes all the clients who would have good money from here to either New York or Chicago. So this industry basically ends up being people that don't want to move for their wedding. And that typically means less money as well. Um, But yeah, I'm not complaining. It's it's really no excuse. You can still, you can still kill it over here. And I know some people that really are, but um, if, if you want to, you know, drive a Corvette, you need to move to New York. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, I feel like one of the things that, uh, at least, uh, I guess you're also a little more central as well to like all those cities that if mm-hmm. you wanted to start booking more, um, like yeah. short haul destination work, um, for lack of a better term, that that uh, is a possibility. Whereas where we're at in Toronto, it's actually really hard to, um, you like know, when people look for photographers, they're not, somebody from Vancouver is not looking in Toronto, um, that all the markets are so separate. Whereas I feel like if you get published on some wedding blogs and stuff like that, that it's a lot more likely, uh, to kind of do that, you know, that is true. You know, the Midwest, um, it, especially where I'm placing, you know, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, the whole, all, all the redneck States, they're all really close to big cities. So really, I, I totally agree with you. I have been throwing some Facebook ads at uh, Chicago, New York, you know, places like that. Uh, Nashville is actually popping up pretty well in terms of the wedding business. It's dude, they got some great, they got like those like rooftop weddings where it's like, yeah, every venue like, I've seen there is like amazing. Ah, dude, it's just gorgeous. And I, my grandparents live down there too. So they've referred me a couple of clients. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty sweet, man. And that's, that's something else that I really enjoy about, um, being at the stage that I'm at. I mean, I'm 17, you know, so I'm pretty young. Um, but that gives me the leverage of my family supporting me, my friends supporting me. You know, I'm not some doof taking a risk out in the real world. I'm, I'm a kid trying to do something that he loves, you know, and I've got the support of people that love me in return. And I hate to sound like I'm capitalizing on that, but it's definitely, it's definitely a leverage point. You know, it's like, I have my friends with me and I have my family with me. Um, and the great thing about that is too, there's so many kids that want to be doing something more. They don't know what more is, you know, but I feel like I've taken in some people under my wing. Like I, I run a, um, a guy's night sort of thing. Every Thursday night, a bunch of guys come over and we just, we have great conversation. It's all, these are all like entrepreneur thinker type of people and to be able to pour into them in such a special way like that. It's just, it's, it's incredible. Um, and that's, that's another thing about, about where we're positioned is so many people want to do this. If we can just begin to teach how to do it, you know, it, it's just, 
you get lifted up in such incredible ways. You really, really do. Just teaching online or teaching in public, even. It's just, and I think you've you've mastered that is what is what I'm getting at. You've done really good at that, and that, that's I think that's what I think that's why you're where you are. Why you are where you are. Yeah. I said that right at the first time. I don't know. But. I think so. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun too. Um, do you want to talk maybe a little bit about have there been any challenges to being a young entrepreneur? Because I know that a few wedding photographers around here, even like 19, 20 year old guys um, are really struggling because brides um, almost like in some way don't trust such a young person. Do brides yeah. know how young you are when you're in that meeting? They, or? they don't until we have a first in-person meeting. That's one thing. Um, and when they do find out, they don't care because they already love me. And I hate to sound narcissistic, but they already like who I am. They already like the way that I present myself. It's not on my site. It's it's not really public anywhere except for personal social media profiles. Um, so when people book me, you know, I, I've been told they thought I was 25, 26 before they even knew. And I, I just, I love that because I really, I don't think it matters at all. I really, I'm pretty convinced it does. I mean, my first year of doing wedding photography, I couldn't even drive. I was taking Ubers to my wedding gigs. Um which I think is pretty sweet, but um, <laughs> I mean, hey, it gave me time to focus on other things. And honestly, now that I can drive, I might continue to take Ubers because I have the free time of being on my phone or getting something done in the back of the seat. But anyway, that's another topic. I think one of the things that really gets in the way when you're young is definitely that um, trust build, you know, because one of the first things that someone assumes about you let me back it up a little bit. If somebody sees on my site that I'm 17 years old and doesn't see any of my work, they assume a thousand things instantly. Now, if they see my work, they meet me in person. They see that I, I treat this like a business. I'm professional. This is my this is one of my passions. It's one of the things that I've poured my heart and soul into. And they know that I will treat them well. And then they hear that I'm 17. They don't give a rip. You know, I feel like it almost spins into a positive that they're like happy almost to tell people that like this guy is like this prodigy child, like <laughs> so stoked we found him and Dude, it does like that. turn into that sometimes. There have been weddings, um, at my first couple of weddings, I, I like, this is when I learned to stop being so public about my age. Um, the couple came to me and was like, hey, dude, um, we're going to have to start to like, okay, I'm not even kidding. The, the bride's dad, the groom's dad, um, groom's sister groom's brother like a bunch of people kept coming up to me and saying hey word around the street is you're like 16 i'm like yes go back to the wedding <laughs> and like i like like it was frustrating for me because i felt like i was taking away from the day as well um so i started i started to be really just really subtle about it um i don't think it needs to be said until they ask is another rule that i have like if they say hey you seem pretty young how old are you i'll be like oh i'm 17 um and like I just, it's just not the kind of question that you ask your wedding photographer anyway. Like, I, I guarantee you, Taylor, like, people don't come to you and like, Taylor, you know what? I've been looking at your work, but there's one thing I got to know. How old are you, man? <laughs> like, nobody does that. So I don't, I don't think it should matter if you're 14 or if you're 57. It doesn't, it, your skill is your skill. How you treat your clients is how you treat your clients. How you present yourself is how you present yourself. And age is, you know, it's, it's cliche, but it really is a number. And that's really all it is. Um, and so it's, it's just a wonderful it's just a wonderful leverage point really is what it's turning into online, especially um, that I've, that I've been able to find success in an industry. Um, and man, it's, it's, it's awesome. I'm, I, I couldn't be more grateful and thankful for it all. Um, but yeah, biggest, biggest struggle is the trust. That's for sure. Yeah. Luckily so much comes online first that um, I know even when I started um, 
I would say that people would see my website, but then it was almost 100% customary to meet in person before they even like started to make a decision. But now I feel like it's kind of the opposite where, uh, like maybe I'll have a phone call. Um, a lot yeah. of the time it's just over email. Yeah. Uh, so it's, I don't know, the more that you can kind of put out there in the world, the more that people can just kind of trust you um, yeah. by just like researching and watching like YouTube and stuff like that and be like, okay, this guy's obviously credible. We trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One thing, I forget where I read it, but uh, it was uh, basically about how you kind of wanted to avoid ever getting a real job in life. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. And I 100% identify with that as well. <laughs> awesome. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about um, maybe kind of your mental process and how you kind of like visioned your life and just oh, man. an office job just wasn't in it? And well, and see, the thing is, I if if you can find me an office job that provides financial, spiritual, emotional, and physical freedom, then I'm all for it. But I haven't found one yet, and I, I, I can't find someone with one. Um, so really my goal more than anything else, man, is, is to build something for the future in which I can thrive financially, emotionally, physically with, with my family, with my loved ones. And the goal, you know, the goal isn't to, you know, ride up in Beverly Hills with a nice car. The goal is to be free. You know, the goal through entrepreneurship for me is, is freedom. It's, it's, it's not rebellion. It's, it's not ego. It's freedom. And I feel like that's how the world's supposed to be. I feel like people are supposed to be able to take not just what they love, but what they can do and what they're good at and leverage that to bring value to people, to add to the economy, to add to other people's lives. And, and, and there's, there's no shame in capitalizing on what you're good at. And I think that ultimately for me is, is freedom. You know, it's, it's, it's no longer being scared of um, the next paycheck not coming. It's no longer being scared of uh, bills. It's, it's no longer being scared of things like if I don't work hard enough, my family won't get X this month. And I just, I hate the idea of one day having to go to my wife, go to my kids. And I'm thinking this far ahead right now. And, <laughs> and I, I don't know if it's reasonable or not, but it's, it's what I'm doing. I hate the idea of going to my wife and kids one day and saying, Hey, look, I've been fired. I don't know what we're going to do. We're living on welfare, et cetera, et cetera. I, I just, I want to know in my core that I'm a resource for others um, and that I can provide abundantly for those whom I love. And that's the goal with entrepreneurship is, is not, you know, it's not flashy lights and nice cars. It's, it's, it's building a real future, you know, and I really think that that's the beauty of the model of entrepreneurship, of, of selling yourself and of, of creating something valuable for others is that it provides ultimately great, great freedom. Um, and I mean, my dad um, is definitely one of my biggest um, influences. He runs, he, he has helped people get their product on Amazon, basically is what he does, right? Like big brands, like coffee brands are wanting to get on Amazon. He shoots him an email, says, hey, look, I've been on Amazon for 15 years. Hit me up. I'll help you out, but I'll take 30% of sales. And that's all he's done for 30 years. And it has provided abundantly. And he didn't, he didn't go to college for it. He didn't, not bashing college, college is great, but not, he didn't go to college for it. He did horrible in high school. He grew up in a pretty rough home even. And here he is abundantly providing for myself, um, even my friends sometimes. We step into my friends' lives and help them. It's just like, that's the goal, you know, is, is, is to be a resource more than anything else is to be a resource. I'm getting, I'm getting yeah. pretty deep here, but that's really the that goal, is, yeah. you know? But yeah, it's incredible that you found kind of photography as the outlet 
um, to kind of create that. Um, I guess you're, you were a business guy that kind of found photography, fell in love with it. And I feel like mm -hmm. all the stars just kind of aligned in they that did. pathway. They did. Uh, and that's, so, I totally oh, agree. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Well, I just wanted to comment on something, uh, something that I, I have, um, run into on occasion is, um, and it's, it's probably a pride thing on going to be 100% transparent about that. It's probably a pride thing, but, um, people will come to me and be like, man, you're such a good photographer. And I'm like, wonderful. Glad to hear it. But there's like a thousand things that I'm doing, you know, and it yeah. feels like it feels like, oh, man, I'm like, I'm like a marketer. I'm like a community manager. I'm like a creative director. I'm like, a, I have to worry about a thousand things. And I'm glad you recognize that my photography is pretty good. But <laughs> I'm hoping to one day take and leverage the fact that there's a lot more involved here and turn that into something big as well. Um, I don't think photography is the end of it. I'm, I really don't. I'm not convinced that it is. It's taught me a lot, but I'm pretty ready to take it and move it on to something else. Yeah. Very cool. Um, maybe, uh, one other question that kind of came up when you were talking about, um, college, what are yeah. your thoughts on college? Uh, this is just like personal curiosity Yeah, um, absolutely. with so much being on YouTube. Um, yeah. I'm, are, going, are you looking I'm going to be a little, um, I don't know. I, I hope not to offend anybody is, is really what I'm trying to say. If you're going to college for something that you love, you're going to college for something that you love. And I respect that. Right. But me personally, I am going to avoid college at all costs. I'd rather spend the four years um, out of high school networking, creating my business, spending that money on on good things, investments. You know, um, I in in the friend I've got. I mean, my girlfriend's going to college. She's getting a graphic design degree, and I'm happy for her. You know, but I just see so much more opportunity for her at home if she just recognized the opportunity that's laid out in front of her. You know, with YouTube and Google, you can learn all these skills so quickly. It just, it's, it's beginning to make less and less sense to me. Um, however, I would not let a heart surgeon that doesn't have a degree perform on my heart. That's one. Learn it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dude, come on. Let me just crack up in your chest, man. I Googled it yesterday. Come on. It's easy. Let's go. Like, no. Um, but this just practical skills these days, man. Like, oh my gosh. Like, it's, it's nuts. Everything is out there for everybody. It's accessible. We live in a generation of no excuses. You know, if you're not doing something for someone else or building a business or, or creating value or it, it's, it's, I, I hate to sound harsh or even irrational, but it, it really does fall on you right now. You know, there's so much opportunity. There's so much opportunity. Um, but yeah, man, college, I, I, I don't see myself going to college. I really don't. Um, I've actually been asked to speak at a couple high schools and, and potentially a college. Uh, I'd rather do that. Um, and as well, the coolest thing, so I'm homeschooled, right? That's one thing about me that I haven't mentioned yet. Um, and being homeschooled, homeschoolers have like co-ops, which I don't know if you know what a co-op is, but it's like a, it's like a school that like the kids attend and the parents teach. So everyone adds to the community. I applied for a co-op when I was, yeah, it's pretty sweet. And so it's like a, it's like a nonprofit. Nobody, nobody benefits financially, but everyone benefits academically. It's really cool. Um, and I applied to one called Seek here locally and they denied me. Um, like a day later, <laughs> and then a month later, they asked me, they sent me an email and said, Hey, sorry about that. Um, could you come and speak for us? I'm like, Oh my word. <laughs> so oh. it's just like, Oh my word, dude. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. It really, it really does blow my mind sometimes how convinced people are that, um, academics ties directly into financial success. I'm just not convinced. I'm really not. And I'm 17. I could be young and irrational, you know, 
and yeah. I'm probably totally wrong. Who knows? Ten years from now, I, I, I could be homeless. <laughs> Good, <laughs> but, but I think you'll always but, find a way to have a home. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. But I don't know, man. I think photography is a great, great, and I, I love what you're doing. Right, you're taking people who want to be in wedding photography and just giving them the resources to do so. Not not a camera, you know, not not the skills, but you're showing them how you perform. And people learn from that so rapidly. And I just, man, I give you so much credit for that. I really do. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Glad that, glad that all this worked out. Um, it, it worked out great. What, I guess, are, uh, what are some of the key points in your, maybe specifically your wedding photography business? Um, were there any kind of key moments that you learned something specific that really um, just like elevated you to the next level? Absolutely. Um, I got to think about that for a sec. I think... I think there were a couple. I got to be, okay, my biggest failures probably ended up being the ones that t- brought me to the next level. Um, for example, like I was at a wedding. It was it was probably my third wedding. And um, I was given, I, I was such an idiot. I was given a shot list, right? And I was like, I don't need a shot list. <laughs> I was like, I could do this. Uh, and I ended up missing half the shot list. And... It, you know, obviously. And so I go to the client, I'm like, here's your photos, all proud of them. Like, I'm so excited for you guys to see these, you're going to love them. Um, and half the photos that they wanted, they didn't have. And then I realized, man, I'm making this too much about myself. I need to be focusing on my clients 100% with my whole heart, right? And once I realized that the success in this, or in any industry, really, success is to be other-oriented, to have a servant's heart, to, to just pour into your clients like crazy, then I realized, like, man, you know, I got to be a servant if I want to succeed. Uh, so I started focusing on like how I can provide a couple free prints here and there and, and you know, go the extra mile. And, and once I started just outperforming the expectations of my clients, that's when things really began to take off. Um, and so I shot about 12 weddings last year, um, 14 this year, and I'm on, I'm on track to shoot about 20 next year, which is pretty sweet. That's so good. It's, it's yeah. so good. It's really, really good. Um, and I think, I think, that failure was definitely one of my biggest ones because they ended up, I had to ask them, like I had to beg them not to leave me a bad review because I missed half of what they wanted. And I, you know, they're never going to get that back. And I, and I admit full defeat there. That was stupid. And I've learned from it. Um, and I think another thing, another turning point probably would be, man, I don't know if it's a specific point, but I found myself incredibly comfortable or maybe around the 10th or 11th wedding, I was just like, man, I can do this. This is nothing, you know? And once I got comfortable, I got creative. And once I got creative, my clients loved me way, way more. Uh, so if anyone's looking for tips on how to, like, like things that you can do to jumpstart your wedding photography business, I would say find a way to be more comfortable so that you can get more creative because creativity dominates. Like, especially the couples that will pay well, they will pay very well for someone who won't give them photos that everyone else will give them. They want something that stands out, that they can hang on their wall with pride, and that's the goal of the industry that we're in, is, is to capture those memories and capture them not only well, but but for a lot of people, they want they want that creativity. You know, they want that, they want to be able to stand out on social media, really. Um, and I love that. So the second you can get comfortable, start getting creative, that's, that's something that I've always told a lot of people. That's awesome. Um, yeah. All right, to switch gears a little bit. Um, For sure. 
what books are you reading right now or audiobooks or podcasts are you kind of hooked on? Oh my gosh. I just spent like 300 bucks on a bunch of books that I'm going to read my whole senior year. I'm not even kidding. Um, but I finished uh, Re- Rework by Jason Fried and David Heinemer Hansen. I don't know if you've read it before. No, I haven't. I It's on my Audible list of things though. Oh my gosh. Have you bought it? Is, is it like, have you put the money in? Is it yours? No, not yet, but I will, I will buy it for you, dude. You'll love this book. Dude, oh <laughs> I'll buy gosh. it right now. Okay, I'll, I'll go on Audible right now, and I'll buy dude. it right now. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, Rework is one of the books that I really recommend to anyone. No matter what industry you're in, it just breaks down the excuses, right? And it removes any presuppositions into getting into any industry. Um, and it works wonderfully for wedding photographers because a lot of people, they just – they think that in order to be a wedding photographer, you need X and you need this and you need this and you need this. Well, what you really need is experience. And this book really lays that out for you. And to get experience in the wedding industry means second shoot your tail end off. But in other industries, it might mean internships or it might mean, you know, getting on YouTube or it might mean some side projects. But for wedding photography, it means second shooting. And so Rework really lays out a lot of reasons why people feel like they're not succeeding and a lot of a lot of like deducing those reasons and telling you, hey, sorry to tell you, but you're actually in the wrong here. Here's why you could be succeeding. Very, very cool book. Um, let's see. What's another one? All right. I bought it. I just bought it right now. I For was real? still listening, but also, yeah. I Good. I That's totally. Through. Dude, no, I, I've been on Facebook a little bit here. I got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's see. Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Um, wonderful book about. One. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Another great book that you have to read. It basically talks about like shifts. Um, the cheese in the book, it, it's going to sound cheesy for a sec, no pun intended, but the cheese represents like happiness, it represents success, it represents your business doing well, right? And um, it basically lays out a story about two men who are in like a mice maze, and they keep finding cheese, or no, sorry, they keep looking for this cheese, but it keeps disappearing, and they don't realize what's happening is they're eating it, right? Yeah. Um, and so they need to, what they need to do is train themselves to be prepared to move when that cheese is gone. And so that, you can see how that applies to business already, yeah. right? When, once that opportunity is gone, you have to be ready to move on to the next one. Um, so there's a visual analogy in the book. Rather than taking their running shoes off and hanging them on the wall, they tied um, the laces together and hung them around their necks. So the second the cheese is gone, they're back in the maze looking for the next piece of cheese. It's just the coolest, it's just the coolest analogy. I, I loved it. Really, really loved it. I talked about, you know, chasing chasing opportunity really just a beautiful beautiful visual for how a lot of business owners really should think um and then let's see little pamphlet uh for my philosophy for successful living by jim ron uh another excuse killer lays out a bunch of things that people think they need to have in order to start a business and a bunch of reasons why you don't need that and you should just do it um yeah those are those are three books Uh, it's been about a week i read those um uh, man, I wish I could suggest some specifically wedding photography books, uh, but I haven't read any specific wedding photography books ever. There aren't a whole um, lot, I don't think. There really aren't. You should write one. Oh, wait, you I have, have one. I have. Well, that came on like, <laughs> I'm going to say like 2008. <laughs> yeah, dude, um, so rewrite it. Rewrite it, man. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. You got to do that. It's just, um, I think you, like, again, like you get a different level of understanding about um, why you do things and what your triggers are and things like that once you actually have to write things down yeah um, and if you have to like say them out loud on a video and then you're writing it down I feel like you just have a a way better level of self-understanding yeah and just like going out every day or every weekend and shooting a wedding because you get caught in that trap and 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels yeah. like Groundhog Day sometimes, but oh man, you can keep yeah. progressing. Um, I feel like it's it's a good Dude, thing. Yeah, I have never read a wedding photography book, but if you rewrite the one you wrote in two thousand eight, it will be the first one I read. Guaranteed. You got to write one. You got it. You have to. All right. Um, yeah, cool. Any last points that you want to leave uh, the man. audience listening with? Last points. Um, shoot. Honestly, one of the things that I think every wedding photographer needs to understand, I hit this a second ago, but you have to, you absolutely have to be other oriented. You just, you cannot be selfish, uh, at least towards your clients and succeed in this industry. You have to, you have to be giving generous. And if you're not, you can still find some success, but it won't be lasting, you know, build that reputation before you even dive in. That's something that I was horrible at the first five or six clients. They hated me because I hated them because I just wanted their money. <laughs> and I was like, and then I realized it finally clicked. Like, man, I I need I need to be other oriented in this. Um, and so, if anyone's wanting to succeed in wedding photography, you have to learn how what you're doing can abundantly provide for your clients and expect nothing in return when you do these things. Um, and secondly, any if if there's anyone younger watching watching listening. Um, I would have to just say to you personally that your age means crap. It doesn't mean anything. There are kids younger than us that are making bank, doing wonderful things for the world, and they fought through things that we'll never even understand or begin to understand to get there. So don't let your age hold you back. It means nothing, and it never will mean anything, even if you're 82. There's people who are 82 who are killing it. They're guaranteed. Give me 30 seconds on Google. I'll find someone who come, who came from a worse spot than you and is doing better than both of us. Um, yeah. I hate to sound like Gary Vaynerchuk right now, but like, <laughs> dude, excuses are so crap. <laughs> Just get so tired of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are the two things that I want to say. Be other oriented and stop making excuses. Amazing. I think we will leave it at that then. Sweet. Thank dog. you so much for joining me. Dude, thank you for having me. It's been a real honor. It really has been. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you're interested in any of the courses that we talked about on this episode, head over to weddingbusiness.co. I will see you next week.